Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to remember those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must henceforth be forever cast into the abyss of dead names. In this moment of our remembrance, we prove with great grief and wailing the sincerity of our noble tolerance. What we once wrongly allowed in the ignorance of white privilege has become the cleansing rite of virtue signaling we use to prove our purity. Join with me now as we remember those we've lost. First, the practice of referring to electronics cables as being either male or female depending on whether they have a prong or a receptacle. As we saw this week, the new Better Thought Speak leaders at Cambridge Dictionary have updated their definition of man and woman so that each now means both what it once meant and also the exact opposite, depending not upon the exterior anatomy of the person's body, but upon the interior anatomy of their imagination, which only that person can perceive. In thus overthrowing the outdated anatomicocentric definitions of these words, Cambridge has now liberated them to mean what our ideas need them to mean absolutely nothing. However, in perusing the digital pages at Cambridge Dictionary, it came to our attention that the third listed definition of male and female includes referring to equipment that either has a part that sticks out or else as a whole, space or void into which such a protrusion can fit. In this regard, unenlightened persons sometimes talk about cables being USB male or coaxial female or even sometimes male to male as adapters, which of course is our favorite kind, but surely you see the problem here. Such archaic language used about electrical equipment only serves to reinforce the transphobic notion that gender comes from physical parts. But when we say this HDMI cable is male, have we asked the cable what it thinks? Do we know for sure that a female 15-pin VGA cable still views herself that way, regardless of how she was manufactured, or even whether she prefers to be called a they cable? And who are engineers to decide for some device that the female parallel port cannot be just as functional when connected to another female parallel port, or even to a female RCA port for that matter? No, this heteronormalization of electronic interfaces must stop. Let all right thinkers henceforth declare that the prong can be either male or female, and that the receptacle can also be male or female depending on their preferences, regardless of their so-called design. Let our rallying cry be, free the prongs and free the holes, let them choose their own sex roles. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second, Santa Claus. Due to the psychological trauma he unleashes upon children, as the New York Post reported, Gen Z moms are choosing not to inflict Santa upon their precious younglings for a variety of reasons. First, these fragile young minds will no longer suffer the fear of being constantly watched by a peeping clause who sees them at all times of day, of night, when they're sleeping, when they're awake. It's creepy! And this obsessive old man watches their every deed, judging each as to its goodness or badness and making a note on some annual file he maintains for them all? By whose standards? His own? No, these Gen Z moms are wisely opting out of this culture of judgment and condemnation, this perpetuation of absolute values. And should these precious future adults really believe that their Christmas gifts are earned by good behavior only? No, these moms know what everyone knows, that these children deserve good gifts just as everyone deserves a participation trophy. Moreover, who knows how secure this list of his even is? Do we not in this modern era have enough examples of identity theft to know that secret data archives are never secure enough, let alone ones kept at some open commune for little people in the unsecured tundra of the North Pole? Stop worrying about TikTok. Start worrying about the elven double agents compromised by the Chinese or the North Koreans. 
But think of what these wise mothers are sparing their children from. The anxiety of the mall Santa present begging line. The fear that Santa might have a secret gluten allergy or be undiagnosed lactose intolerant and incapacitated by their thoughtless cookies and milk. Are the elves receiving a living wage? Are the reindeer treated equally or does the culture of bullying and exclusion persist? Are they rewarded for mere biological radiance? Why are there no female deer in the team? Why does Mrs. Claus have to do all the cooking? And why is no one concerned about Santa's obesity? or his tobacco addiction. No, ma'am, this feudal monarchy only persists because of the involuntary servitude of the alternately heighted and plays havoc with the psyches of impressionable young people all over the world. The Gen Z moms are right, Santa's a trauma machine, and exposing our children to him must not continue. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. And finally, hearty praise for President Biden for forcefully and fully protecting interracial marriage by signing the Respect for Marriage Act. Yes, even though it has been 55 years since the Supreme Court unanimously ruled in Loving versus Virginia that race-based restrictions on marriage are unconstitutional, and even though nobody beyond those who wear white hoods to the weekend cross-burning even cares about this issue anymore, you never can be too sure, after all. If Clarence Thomas can signal a willingness to re-examine protections for same-sex marriage and contraception, is it really so preposterous to imagine that this black justice might not also consider invalidating his own marriage to a white woman? Moreover, we know from our own success on the gay marriage issue that one can never take the obvious for granted. Just 30 short years ago, most Americans laughed at the then-unthinkable concept of gay marriage, and here we are today, it's the law of the land. From this lesson, we know that people can be led to accept or reject virtually anything because nothing stays obvious for long. Besides, even if this is a fully settled issue, that only means it's a perfect opportunity to practice third-degree virtue signaling and good on the president for proving his goodness by declaring the obvious for others to approve of. But this does remind us that perhaps there are other non-controversies we should nevertheless enshrine by codification in federal statute. In that vein, I propose the following laws. The National Color of the Firmament Validation Act, officially proclaiming that the sky is blue. The Defense of Numbers Act, reaffirming that 2 plus 2 is 4, except of course in binary. The Setting Up New Retinal Inspection of Solar Emergence Act, or Sunrise Act, declaring that now and forever the sun does rise in the east. The 2022 Religious Clarification Act, declaring that the Pope is in fact a Catholic. And finally, the American Declaration of Urson Defecation Preference, which confirms to any who doubt that a bear does indeed in the woods. Since these issues are thoroughly uncontroversial, it seems a ripe moment to formally declare their obviousness, just as President Biden has so powerfully done by protecting interracial marriage. Semper vigilance. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend.